Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thanks for joining me for Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. My next guest has more than 25 years of experience in accounting, audit, fraud, risk management, and business process re-engineering with, within the big four firms. She specializes now in a cannabis accounting and working with plant-touching businesses, taking a targeted approach to address the pain points facing dispensaries, cultivation, and manufacturing businesses. I'm joined by the Blunt Accountant, Angela Mays. Angela, thanks for being on. And thank you for having me. And make point, Blunt Accountant, CEO, and founder. So, Angela, first off the bat, I want to go ahead and Every time I go and talk with anyone that's in the accounting or and something in some cases, you know, any attorney I talk about, 280E is something that's still going to be, uh, it's a hindrance, it's a it's a unfortunate necessity, and it's something I, I mean, when I heard 280E the first time, I had to go and start searching, and ever since, we can't avoid it. And now there's a lot of things I want to ask you about when it comes to what's being done about 280E now, where... Since the federal government has not, you know, the Internal Revenue Code is not changing anytime soon, that states are looking to try to find possible solutions. I'll ask you about that in a minute. But first of all, let's talk about what you have now that's been recently announced. Uh, can, can accounting in a box? And what happens now is that you have a turnkey accounting solution designed for startups to ensure they are IRC 280E compliant, audit ready before they open their doors, has a comprehensive set of cannabis accounting services. So talk to me about the building up of this specifically for 280E compliance. Sure. Um, when I started working um, as an accountant in the cannabis space, one of the things that I noticed was that most accounting, uh, most cannabis businesses did not start the accounting until after they opened their doors and they failed to realize that once the business started during the startup phase, accounting should have started. And it required a lot of um, cleanup uh, and also trying to find uh, records to substantiate transactions that the business incurred. So it was a lot of work to go back and do maybe one, two, three years of cleanup prior to a business actually opening its doors. So one of the things that I thought of was maybe if I provided a solution to startups, because during that time frame, they they don't have the money to really invest in an accountant to come in and do their books on a monthly basis. So if I created a solution that was turnkey, that would allow them to start tracking their 
transactions from the beginning at the start during the startup phase, they would already be in compliant with 280E before they open their doors because all of the processes related to the areas that the IRS were going to be auditing would already be put in place. So Canna Accounting in a Box is a solution that I came up with that would include all of the specific areas and processes and procedures that align with the areas that the IRS would audit should they undergo a 280E compliance audit with the IRS. So they would always be prepared for an audit, regardless of what stage of the business that they're in, because they would have implemented all of these policies and procedures at the onset before they even open their doors. And you have been more than happy to get an offer information out there. MG Magazine actually put out a post about the best practices for audit preparation. The Canada industry. I'm going to make sure to go and drop this into the description uh, to go and look into just to give you the idea of why can accounting in a box is such a good idea. But now. The other thing, too, is that with 280E itself is I want to get your understanding where we are now with their, where things are because it's a target for cannabis legal reform, according to a law firm that put out a blog about this, and they made the point about it, uh, saying that, you know, if Congress will ever get anything done about what the industry is dealing with with this internal revenue code and Safe Banking Act would be an answer to it, States Reform Act, there's a lot of different policies are being swirled around in Washington, D.C., but we haven't seen any done for it. <clears throat> and also just the fact that just the banking headaches that really is brought to this. And, you know, it's been there, not much that can be done about it. Now, what I want to ask about this is that states have actually started looking into trying to find some answers to this. And J.D. Super actually put out a good story about this and talking about the frustration being brought around. And they talked about well, for instance, now, New Jersey lawmakers, in, in one example, they're trying to go ahead and have a bill passed permitting cannabis businesses to deduct certain expenses from their tax returns, state tax returns, that they are prohibited from deducting on their federal tax returns. Right. So mm -hmm. decoupling, they call it. Uh, and the cannabis businesses would still be subject to a corporate corporation business tax entitled to deduct from the, their taxable income all ordinary and necessary business-related expenses incurred in connection with operations, reducing taxable income, and ultimately the amount of taxes owned. So talk to me about that. If there is any states right now, you know, it, say if if you know anybody that is, you know, a client or whatnot that might be working in New Jersey or in a state where this is something that might be possible, how much of an advantage does this com do these companies get? Right. Well, generally it's on a state-by-state -state basis, and I think what New Jersey is doing is actually great for um, plant-touching businesses. And instead of being taxed on the gross profit, which is what 280E states, you would be taxed on your net income, net loss at the state level. And I believe that all the states should be providing this. And it's just my opinion as to why, because the revenue from a sales tax perspective or any other tax perspective within the state that's generated by cannabis or plant touching businesses, the state should allow them to 
deduct their ordinary um, business expenses from a state tax perspective because otherwise they are generating a lot of revenue just from the sales tax side or excess excise tax side of the business. And that's one of the things that I don't understand why more states are not allowing because they see how the two, how 280E is affecting these businesses from a federal standpoint. And there, most states follow 280E. So I don't even understand why that is not even something that all the states are considering to relieve that tax burden from the um, plant touching business within the state that they're operating in. So Nancy Mace, policymaker, House Representative, uh, representing uh, South Carolina. She has put a bill together to remove 280E penalties on cannabis businesses and has received substantial support uh, from her Congress members across the aisle. But and this was at the end of 2022, but at the moment, you know, the failed attempt to vote on safe banking, uh, the Mace Act, as it's called, has also gotten failed to get the traction to make it to the Congress floor. And there's been thoughts that maybe if this was pushed at the state level, if we're not going to get anything, if we're, well, if we can't really just rely on DC to do anything when it comes to federal rollout of legalization, safe banking, and even this MACE Act, you know, would you like to see, do you think it would be a best, a best course of action that the states follow New Jersey's model? I, I totally agree. We can't get safe banking passed no matter how many times they try to sneak it into another bill. It always gets um, taken out. I don't see that IRC 280E is going to ever be um, something that's going to be discussed at the federal level if we can't even get safe banking. But because the states are the ones that are um, in control of the cannabis businesses within their state, then the states themselves should provide um, relief from the from 280E tax relief as well as banking as well. I mean, there are some states that do uh, offer banking. I believe more states should make it easier for the businesses, plant touching businesses to do business within the state by setting up um, policies within the state that'll help them because that's one of the, that's one of the, the biggest hardships um, for plant touching businesses is banking outside of 280E, but just being able to do accounting um, effectively, having a bank makes it a lot easier. So if the federal government is not going to deal with safe banking, then I I believe the states should consider it themselves to help the plant touching businesses within their states. I mean, they, they're the ones that, that are making it legal. They should make it a little bit more easier for them to transact business within the state. I have more questions for our guest, the blunt accountant, Angela Mays, here at Blunt Business Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next roofing project at Menards. Your roof is the first line of defense against the elements. Owens Corning Shingles are designed to offer long-lasting performance while providing ultimate protection. They have a limited lifetime warranty and up to a 130-mile-per-hour wind warranty. Choose from over 40 options designed to protect your home for years to come. Stay big on Shingles at Menards. And don't forget to check out our weekly ad on Menards.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with Angela Mays, The Blunt Accountant, and you can find her website at thebluntaccountant.com, B-L-U-N-T, accountant.com. There's another story you also wrote uh, in Cannabis Industry Journal, and that's referring to audit readiness for plant-touching businesses because you called the warning shot. You make a mention that the IRS, uh, according to an, a report that was issued in 2020 by the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration that the IRS would increase auditing cannabis businesses throughout the country and that it will make where cannabis businesses could be potentially owing hundreds of millions of dollars in outstanding taxes. And it's based on an audit of tax fines of cannabis businesses in tax year 2016. And just by alone, they were talking about, you made a point about how several states they were looked at by the TIGTA, California, Colorado, Washington, that a result of the incorrect application of 280E that 59% of those businesses required adjustments to the returns. So this is important. I mean, I'm glad that there's a story like this. I don't know if there's enough that are looking at this, but I wanted to go and make point. I really appreciate this was good. Uh, this was something you put out there and I'm glad I get the chance to go ahead and magnify what your message is to these companies. Talk to me about how important this is that if the audit comes, that's another blow to your bottom line. Uh, yes. And that's why I'm a big advocate about being audit ready. Even if you never come up for an audit, your books will always be audit ready because you will have set everything up. That's what can accounting in a box basically is. It, it sets you up um, to be audit ready by implementing and putting into place policies, processes, and procedures around your accounting function 
as well as highlighting those areas that the IRS will specifically be looking at regarding um, how you're doing your accounting. Um, for example, they're going to look at your your um, gross receipts and that's your revenue. Um, they're going to look at how you're doing your inventory accounting and they're going to look at how you are accounting for your expenses and allocating any of your allowable expenses into your cost of goods sold. So these are some of the policies and procedures that you should have written policies and procedures you're gonna, that you should have in place ahead of time because this is gonna dictate how you do your accounting on a day-to-day -day basis, how you're going to do your record keeping and how you're going to keep track of all of those transactions from the document that documentation to how it hits the um, the accounting system. Because when you're under audit, whether it's going to be an IRS audit or even if you are required to have your financial statements audited because of um, maybe your investors require you to submit annual audit and financial statements, being audit ready means you're audit ready for any type of audit, not just a um, IRS audit. And what this re report did was highlight the fact that a lot of the companies that were audited were, were not audit ready, but they also lacked guidance from the IRS, real guidance from the I IRS on what they should be doing. So the report not only brought those things to light, but it also put the IRS on notice, like you need to be providing more um, guidance to the industry on what they should be doing or how they should be doing um, things in order to make sure they are compliant. So that was another um, good thing about that report that they put out. No, but who would have had the time to go ahead and go through and understand the urgency that Companies need to know they need to be compliant, ready, and they need audit compliance. So they need somebody that can do that, and that's what you're offering with a can accounting in a box. Now, in the press release for can accounting in a box, you also make the point about, you pointed out how the MJ Biz put out a diversity, equity, inclusion, cannabis industry report. The loss of social equity businesses from 20.7% in 2021 to 15.4% in 2022. And part of this has to do with the fact that where business professionals uh, need to be aligned more with these business owners and the essential services they need to help sustain. Because, I mean, it doesn't matter who's going to get audited. It's a matter of that an audit can absolutely take so much off of what's being done in the business that some businesses can't overcome the kind of tax revenue they have to give back. Right. Yeah. One of the things that I'm passionate about is making sure and working with um, social equity businesses to make sure they have the foundation in place. Um, and that was one of the reasons for Canada Accounting in a Box, because I, I know that most of these businesses are, you know, bootstrapped. They, they lack the funding they need to be able to... Um, to hire a professional at the beginning. So some of them are pretty much maybe 
doing the accounting themselves and not knowing what they need to do from the onset is what leads to um, accounting problems in the future. And also if they have investors and not being able to provide the financial information to the investors in a way that the the investors understand what is going on in the business. So by putting together a, a solution like Canada Accounting in the Box, it it will act as a turnkey so they can basically do the accounting themselves, but in a way where everything is already set up so it's it's more intuitive and they're not guessing where transactions should go. So they're able to produce financials on their own till they get to a point where they open their doors and they're bringing in revenue and can hire someone. And in hiring an accountant, whether it's me or someone else, as long as they hire and a cannabis accountant who is experienced in cannabis industry accounting, that person will appreciate the fact that everything is already set up. The policies and procedures are in place and they can just pick up and start doing the monthly accounting at that point they open their doors instead of doing the monthly accounting and then also going back and cleaning up one, two to three years worth of financial transactions. So it's essentially to make the business owner's life easier, but also the accounting professional that comes in after they open their doors makes their life a lot easier as well, because just doing the day-to-day and monthly accounting is a lot of work. But if you already don't have your written policies and procedures in place, that just adds um, more work to the accountant. And it's very difficult to like, stop and just start putting in all these processes. So if they already have that at the beginning, it makes life a lot easier for the accountant and the business owner as well. I'm joined with Angela Mays, the Blunt Accountant, here on Blunt Business, back with final questions after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're on the home stretch here on Blunt Business. I'm here with Angela May, CEO and founder of The Blunt Accountant. Website again, thebluntaccountant.com. Angela, I can only imagine how much you have to go through through each client. I mean, just for my own accountant, I have to go and deal with, you know, any kind of investments, you know, working full-time and working several part-time ventures, and, you know, the independent contracting kind of bit. Right. Adding all that together, taking write-offs. Like, there's the expense. I couldn't even imagine the amount of expense you have to go work on with any business from everything from the cultivation, the specialty side, retail, everything in between. But now that's what you have created now at your website, thebluntaccountant.com, thebluntaccountant.com. Uh, inside there, you can look for can accounting in a box, which includes when you, people, for those, they go ahead and get their hands on this. Just a cannabis chart of accounts, revenue recognition, inventory slash cost accounting, 
cost of goods sold, and a document capture system. So on the place, it's wonderful. I mean, that you can go do this. You Nobody has to go and shovel around a whole bunch of papers to an office. <laughs> it's all sent to you. Everything's all secure, and everything gets done. Like, I love how my accountant gets to do that, but for someone like this, for a business that you're, the businesses that you're helping out with, it's wonderful. So real quickly, take people through what they could do to get themselves they can go ahead and get themselves the accounting in a the can accounting in a box, and what they get, and the best way for them to go ahead and do that. I guess it's probably a little bit too late to do it now for this tax season, but make sure because it's tax season to get ready for next year. So basically, where you're getting um, with the can accounting in a box solution is that uh, you're getting a cannabis accounting chart of accounts that's specifically um, designed for your specific um, plant touching business, whether it's um, a dispensary, cultivation, manufacturing, or if you are vertically integrated, it will be a combination of the three. And that's going to be the foundation and the backbone of your accounting system. And if you have banking, it makes it a lot easier to just download your transactions and categorize your transactions into the the various accounts within your cannabis chart of accounts. So that's why banking is so important because if you're dealing from a cash basis, if you're dealing in only cash, then it makes it a little bit more challenging, but having the chart of accounts helps to ease the burden or the pain of dealing in cash. Um, then you'll also get your processes, procedures, and policies in place, the accounting policies, processes, and procedures that will be the foundation of how you do your accounting for revenue recognition or your gross receipts, um, how, you, how you are performing your cost accounting, inventory accounting, as well as your expenses and allocating and the processes you use to allocate expenses into your cost of goods sold. So one of the things that when you're being audited, when an auditor, whether it's a, a financial statement auditor or the IRS, they're going to come in and they want to know um, what policies and procedures you have in place. Because if you have policies and procedures in place, that means that it's easy to tr to trace a transactions from its origin to when it hits the financial statement because the policy the procedures will explain how it's being done and that makes your financial statements a little bit more reliable um they're able to rely on the numbers that you are reporting in your financial statements if you have policies in place that shows how these numbers are um, how these numbers are hitting the general ledger. So that's the importance of having um, sound policies, sound accounting policies and procedures in place because these are some of the things that they will look at from the onset when you're doing um, when you're undergoing an audit for companies. And that could be any company, whether you're plant in the cannabis industry or any other industry. If you don't have any policies and procedures in place, they're going to make the assumption that your numbers cannot be relied upon. That's going to dictate 
the the level or the more scrutiny your books are going to undergo during an audit. So counting in a box is going to put those policies and procedures in place. We're going to set up a document capture system. So every document that transaction that hits the books has a corresponding document in a file electronically that can be traced from that document to the system, which is some of the things that an auditor is going to come in and do. They're going to ask for backup and documentation. And if you have it, that's going to be proof that what you're reporting is actually the expense or the expense that was incurred. So these are other things that it's important because if you have an expense or have a transaction on your financial statements and you don't have the backup, to say what it's for, that is going to cause problems with your audit. That'll be something that you could potentially not be able to claim um, from an audit standpoint if you're dealing with the IRS. So that's why it's very important to have these things in place because as I stated before, it's going to dictate how you perform your accounting and how these transactions are going to hit your financial statements. That's a lot to unpack. This is why you're the one that's doing this. You know, you're you're taking this off our hands, Angela. We we can't. There is no way anybody like for anybody that thinks, oh, I can just TurboTax it. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's not going to happen. You need to get Angela on board because let me tell you, if I needed to do this, I would go to Angela myself. Thebluntaccountant.com. Uh, thank you, Angela, for being on with us. This is one of the subjects. Listen, it's not the uh, the most enticing people want to get to, but you know what? It's required. Like, you know, when yeah. we were doing our expos, uh, you know, the ones we were doing before the USCC expo, the one thing I made sure of, we had a 280 panel. Like, in every, in every part of facet of the cannabis businesses that are out there, you have to have this. It's not something you think about all the time, but you have no choice but to do that. It's, right. we also just go ahead and pencil in, okay, accountant needed. You know, that's in the budget. So make sure you do that and make sure you are audit compliant and Angela's providing those services. For that, thebluntaccountant.com. Angel, thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, for listening in, as you always do. Of course, remember to go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find podcasts. And, of course, on CannabisRadio.com and the CannabisRadio.com app. And we'll talk to you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.